0: Hello. This is Yasmin Bill Kissy Brian,
1: and this is Yasmin Metz Johnson. We,
0: we are, are Y Square, Square pod. pod. Thanks for tuning back into the pod, y'all. So happy new month!
1: Happy new month! It's June already. Oh, I can't whoop, believe it. Whoop!
0: I cannot believe we're in chapter six of 2019. It just feels Where like is this,
1: this year going. That's what
0: I'm saying. This year yeah. has just run by. You know, first January was like 200 days. Then February was like five days. I don't understand. No, it's even just...
1: January went quick for me. So quick. Mm. But um, yeah, we. Are going to share with you guys some of our affirmations for the month and we will probably like overlook them again mm-hmm. in the next episode or um episode five yes yeah, so it will then be Ju- july so we can see if we've actually
0: done it and you can hold us accountable feel yes. free to um call us out <laughs> um so for me it's so exciting because june is my birthday month hey. so real gemini's in the house stand up whoop whoop So yes, June is the only month we recognize for the Geminis. Um, So yeah, so my affirmations for this month are to write 12 blog posts. So I've done like a lot of content writing in May. So I am going to release 12 articles this month. So that's my first one. Number two is just to enjoy my birthday and just to rest. Yeah, just um, just relax, you know. And my third one, I guess, is to secure a new
1: contract. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, I love that mm-hmm. I like how you're saying it so again you'll you'll be accountable for it of course, of course um so my three are um one I want to do swimming lessons ah okay yeah, because it's, I feel bad like my mom <laughs> made me and my sister do um swimming lessons when we were younger and I don't know is it possible to forget how to swim Oh, that's just useless. Yeah, I think it's just me. No, mm-hmm. it's not even me. I think it's just a fear thing. I have it in my head. But um yeah, I'm not the most competent competent swimmer. So I wanna do um a few lessons. Uh another affirmational goal for the month is I'd like to practice more French. Okay, cool. Because I'm quite dusty right now.
0: Okay, so nevons parler français.
1: Wait. Um, and the third one is to be more consistent with my content. So awesome. yeah, I've recently launched my YouTube channel. So, um, whoop check whoop. that out, Yasmin Tales. Check out that last episode, y'all. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I just, um, covered my visit to Tasso Island and tried to make the video very informative. So yes, please check that out. But yeah, so that, they're my three goals. And the most important is just to be consistent. Mm. So, um yeah we will see how it goes
0: great so like what kind of content are you thinking of releasing this month yeah it's like what what are you focusing on
1: um more um Sierra Leone travel okay um yeah you'll have to wait and see okay cool don't want to give too much away suspense of know.
0: course this one she's always saying that I, I give too this, much information
1: Yasmin mina bilkis <laughs> I volunteer information
0: uh for me i i want to focus on a bit of some social issues maybe one or two but mostly i've done some like so like some backdated content basically is what i'm going to release so maybe some on food some on entrepreneurship and yeah, you'll see. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna pr- learn a bit more from Yasmin tells. So I'm just gonna <laughs> leave it at that. When you see it, you see it, you know. So if you follow my page personally or on the Y Square Pod platform, you know, we always shout each other out anyway. So you yeah, would see let, it there. not
1: be surprised.
0: Mhm. All right. So this episode is called the game episode.
1: Uh, before we ep- introduce the game episode, I will do the interest impact.
0: Oh yes, Mama. <laughs>
1: Okay, so Sierra Leone gained independence in 1961, and they became a republic in 1971.
0: Okay, yes, fun fact there, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we just turned 58 this year. We did, still young. I'm still a young republic and a democracy. So, okay, so the game episode. So we've gotten a couple of questions from subscribers. Uh, since I am American and uh, Yaz is British, they want to know how we pronounce, pronounce or how do we call different things. So we're gonna describe the item. Uh, you can make it a game on your end, you know, whatever question we say, and if you get it right, you know, a little tick for yourself. So, all right, we have 10 uh answers in american english and in british english and then we have 10
1: correct answers
0: wow (laughs) the shade excuse me english has different dialects there's no right or wrong answer but i know everyone will support me anyways okay so the first one the first one it's a type of sweets you can get typically like at a carnival or um they come in plastic bags or you can have the stick and when you put it around the machine, it turns into something very fluffy.
1: Which is?
0: Ding, ding, ding. Americans, you call it cotton candy.
1: British people call it candy floss. Why? It
0: doesn't even look like floss. What, like, what is the rationale behind that? It looks like cotton. Yeah.
1: Okay. And it's candy. I, I understand why you guys call it cotton. Hey, I'll give you that. But that's the only one. Okay, second one. Second one. So, how do I describe <laughs> this? You wear it on your, on your um, legs. So, Americans will say pants. We say trousers.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, I I see how people can get confused with that. Um, Number three. So this comes from potatoes and it's fried. Uh, So we call it French fries.
1: We call it chips.
0: Mm. Chips are the ones that you get like Lay's, Doritos. Those are chips. Ah, big. That's a different one altogether.
1: (laughs) Okay, number four. So this is something that's sweet and it's usually um, baked. And once it's baked, it's, um, it's a snack. It's, um, you can have it with a drink. I might explain it well. Anyway, how, we, how British people say it, it's biscuit. We call it cookies. Cookies. Yes, mama. <laughs> cookies. Number
0: five. <laughs> um, it is a container which you dispose of waste So, um, or unwanted items. It is a trash can
1: it's a bin mm. number, number six, six.
0: so uh, it's hard to explain this without anyways uh, yeah let give it a I'll go I'll explain
1: it because it's my favourite thing ever and I have such a something tooth anyway I'm hoping you guys guess what I was trying to do the blank with but a sweet tooth mm-hmm. the word is sweets but Americans say candy <laughs>
0: Uh, Number seven, oh my goodness. Oh, this is another shout out to Ubai because Ubai hates when I say this. So like in your car, you know, it runs on something. You have to go to the station and fill
1: it up. So Americans, we call it gas. And British people call it petrol. Mm. Okay, number eight. So usually if if you have a beverage or um, an alcoholic drink, you would use it as a mixer. So we call it a fizzy drink.
0: And we call it soda. Uh, number nine. Uh, <laughs> this is another one that gets me into some trouble on Twitter. So it's a popular game uh, that everyone plays. You know, uh, you kick the ball. We call it soccer.
1: We call it football. How big do you It's soccer. It's football. Mm. Oh, um, number 10, the last one. So... This is footwear, um, opposite to formal footwear, I guess. You would use it in sports. We call it trainers. We call it sneakers.
0: Hmm. So, yes, yeah, so those are our top 10. So let us know what they call it in your country. In your country, yeah. Yeah, if uh, the dialect differs. So um, just this kind of was like a segue for us to go into our episode on like, it's on everything, pretty much, like language, culture, um
1: More, more or less language. And- yeah, but mostly languages. You yeah. know, as Yas
0: and I have said over the past episodes, we have a a love for languages, you know, French in particular. We -hmm. both are English speakers. We both are Creole speakers. Oh, we both speak the same number of languages. Very interesting. Oh, yeah. Yasmin belongs to the Creole ethnicity, as we've mentioned before, which um, are the direct descendants of um, the liberated Africans who returned. And um Creole is the language, you know, so they um settled in the western area of Sierra Leone. The capital is situated in the Western area, Freetown. And um so my people are indigenous people. Um uh, my mom is Soso, but I don't speak Soso. My father is Hausa, but I don't speak Hausa does either.
1: Your, does your mom speak um Soso?
0: You know, she does. This is the most annoying thing of my parents. <clears throat> like, yes, I know you people are listening. They <laughs> did not bestow to us the gift of language. I had to learn French. Mm. They didn't I had to learn Creole. You know, my parents both speak Hausa
1: because they both schooled in um in Nigeria. So that, but I think I believe that's just a trait from post colonialism. They're probably thinking, Oh, uh languages, how much are they actually gonna benefit you? Mm.
0: Well, my dad is a is a is a historian, an African historian at that. Mm-hmm. That would be a very interesting question you to never ask. Know. No, like but I think for them, no, they, no, I believe that um, I don't know, I don't know if that's the case, but um, my parents spoke English to us because, well, I I don't know why it's just English because they never ever spoke Creole to us. But they conversed to one another in Creole. And I asked my mom, I said, like, why did you speak so, so to us at least? Because, like, some parents, like, the one parent will speak French to the kids, the other one will speak Spanish or whatever, and they're, like, trilingual. So she said that um, because, ah, that's it, because they, when they met and, you know, when they got together or whatnot, they always spoke Creole or English. They were not used to speaking Hausa. So they thought it would be weird for them to start speaking Hausa. But I was like, but, but then we could have caught the language, you know, like, we're always going to northern Nigeria, looking like some shrimp. Like, we couldn't speak no type Hausa. Mm. They always had to, like, interpret for us. Um, I think that would have been really nice if I had at least one indigenous language. You know, I don't want to be speaking colonizing languages, you know. Um, but but we do. But
1: we do. <laughs> <laughs> um, listeners, please could you let us know how many languages do you speak? Mm. And also um, Sierra Leoneans of the diaspora. Do you understand Creole and... Yeah, was it spoken in, in your household? Because I met somebody recently who was telling me um, that they were not allowed to speak Creole in the house. Mm. Yeah.
0: So they grew up here, or people that are here. Mm. Oh no, that's very common, yeah. especially in the Western area. Oh, that's very very common. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's a crime. So they probably
0: speak their indigenous language and English. Yeah, yeah, I mm. get that.
1: And then I remember my grandmother was also telling me that you would get um, not fined, but um, what's the what's the word? You'd get detention. Or anyway, you'd be... Um, you'd get a... What's the word I'm looking for? You'd be punished anyway mm-hmm. if you spoke... Um, Creole at school, at school Oh like yeah Absolutely
0: You're not allowed. No 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 So crazy. this is why When I first moved to Sierra Leone After the war I attended the international school So I did half of Class 4 and class 5 I um, That's why I was so unsuccessful My first time I could not learn Creole Because mm. everyone spoke English And the same thing You get punished You know if you spoke
1: That's crazy Creole. Because you're already Telling people like Why you sp- Like that subconsciously Is saying This is not a worthy language Why are you speak No I don't
0: language? think That was the intention I think just because We're an anglophone Country and because English is not well spoken, I think they just wanted a certain level of standard per se. Mm. I think that's, I don't think maybe I, I can see how it can be seen that way, but I don't think that was their intention, anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah, because they do try to um discourage Creole being spoken. But when I went to the Lebanese school, chai 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 chai, that's how I learned Creole because everybody's just speaking Creole, okay. so that's yeah, that's how I learned Creole when I so came So that back.
1: same rule didn't exist, I, I
0: mean, like in theory, but. It wasn't, it wasn't practice. Nah, yeah, We weren't punished if mm. we spoke Creole, to be honest. But on,
1: <laughs> on this topic, I have um, a cousin and he speaks, he has um, two young girls and he speaks to them in English, but when he tells them off, he tells them off in Creole. Yeah, it's and, funny. But I'm like, why do that kind of negative association? Do you understand? No, I it's think, like- you know, sometimes um,
0: it depends on how you think. Maybe he can express himself better in Creole when he's upset. Like for me like if I want to just you know I'm going to speak to you in creole like oh, creole is the nice this you're oh, the-
1: <laughs> this, this <laughs> just a gossip. this girl in public is the worst I'll be like hey when you want for congo Hey, when I, I, do you- I want to go I'm like Yasmin, to to guys <laughs> to fee the French comes out. That's the only time. I'm like, yes, yeah, that's the only time. I'm like, Yasmin please, I beg. I need to practice more French. She's like, yeah, yeah, we will. Yeah, yeah of course. Now, Congo's sub business. Now, that's normal. That's the only time she'll speak French to me when we're okay. in an open place. Mm-hmm. That's when the French comes out. I'm yeah. Like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but obviously, if we go to Senegal
0: together, I'm not going to speak French to you. I'll speak Korean. Yes, Mama. <laughs> so I think it's just that so like in terms of like gossiping as if it's like a Serulian I would speak Creole if I want to be formal I would speak English if I also want to be formal I will speak French so I think just because yeah English has been the instruction the, the mode of instruction of language that like I've used to write external exams in and French as well since mm. I have a degree in it so for me Yeah, I mean, like, but in casual settings, so yeah, like you and I, of course, I can gist with you in French and whatnot, crack jokes or whatever. Mm. But I think maybe, it just depends on how you think best, but definitely my default language, because I think in English, I dream in English. So I've never dreamt in Creole, but I've dreamt in French before. And they say if you dream in that language, you're fluent. I was like, oh, oh okay. I, I don't think I would consider myself fluent in French because I've never lived in a Francophone country.
1: But you're fluent. You I teach mean, it. I know, you yeah, teach I, know I, I teach it. I
0: don't know. But like, there are certain things like culture. Like I said, culture has a big aspect on language. It, 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 uh, it's like the underlying factor for how like, language evolves. Like now in the English language, even in the dictionary, you see words like lit and fleek. So it's because of culture, it has now been you know, added to the dictionary and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, French are a bit more elite of what, like, what enters the dictionary, per se. But my point is because I don't live in Francophone um, countries, I can only get so much culture from movies I watch. Yeah. And then I can get the reference of the joke. But in general, no. Unless like, I read Le Monde or La Tribune or whatever, yeah. then I would understand what's happening in Francophone nations. So until I live in one, I, I will not claim fluency, even with Creole. But yet again, I learned Creole when I came to Sierra.
1: Speaking of, ha, guys, let me share my struggle. Mm. So I've been in Sierra Leone for six months now. And I have been asked if I am, what, four nationalities now? <laughs> well, I've been, story, been asked if I'm ahead. from the most recent. Um, the bike man asked me if I'm from Guinea before I got. Uh, am I from Liberia? I think it's offensive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we have Liberian listeners yet. It's okay. <laughs> I've got. Am I Senegalese? Am I Gambian? Ah, No, not easy. I, do, do you know what I think it is? I think it's because when I speak Creole, I speak it with an, an English, English accent. accent. <laughs> so that like, yeah, is kind of like Creole. <laughs> Like you come up, Ever. but um, no, it's, it's hard out here, man.
0: No, nah, I mean, at least you they don't stereotype you like because I have dreadlocks, they just assume I'm from Jamaica, really, or that I'm Rastafarian. Yep, so I'm just like, uh-uh. yeah, like in the streets, you know, just casually, Empress, Empress, oh, ja, ja, queen. I'm like, <laughs> excuse me, what. <laughs> You salona place salona place yeah salona is definitely one country that <laughs> when you go is to unique
1: you never oh you, you the things you see in this country you will not see in
0: other countries absolutely absolutely but like okay what about like words that are used because like i mean even in korea now like but you when you speak with millennials we would use words like again just because on the top of my head oh that party been lit you know like you know that party was like Off the chain or whatever. Do people still say that? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that party was good or whatever. But um, there are words, like with Creole, as I mentioned, you know, the, uh, the liberated Africans that returned, they formed this language, and Creole is basically a medley of English, um, French, French, uh, indigenous languages and like some colonizing language, like a bit of Portuguese, our Creole anyways, a bit of Portuguese, a bit of Spanish. When you say
1: our Creole, what other Creole is that? There? There's the Haitian the Creole. The Haitian Creole. Yeah. Is uh, it just those two? Is that? two? my knowledge, the, oh, people like to say, um, the Jamaican Patois and our Creole is similar, but I don't know. It's not. How. God forbid it cannot be. Like <laughs> mean, there's some things that are different, like,
0: have make. I'm just like, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> because i listen to like you know reggae or whatever um but it's not the same no it's not it cannot too. be in, in no earth can it be the same mm-mm. and that's not necessarily a bad thing but with other west african nations who have a similar history as we do like the Ghanaians and nigerians we understand their pigeon perfectly
1: but they can't understand uh-uh, ours. that's the funny
0: part that's mm-hmm. my ghanian friends are always like in awe when i'm on the phone speaking in Korea, they're like what language where you speak i'm like hey i'm speaking Korean. so yeah but this is actually a broken english like this oh, is more
1: of a dialect rather than a language
0: yes yeah, i agree yes exactly mm-hmm. or a socio-elective yeah yeah like mm-hmm. a dialect exactly so um <clears throat> yeah ours varies completely so this is why i find it very effective. oh i will defend Korea till the end when someone's like oh but Korea is not really a language ah, your head excuse me I'm like, what do you mean it's not a language? They, they even teach it at the university. Like, it's taught at tertiary level. Uh, students at government-assisted schools take um, the Creole at the middle school level. Um, yeah, but they don't take it at high school, which I would think they would do. No, they won't, because, like, they're taking the WASC exam, yeah. And the WASC exam is regional. That's why the West African Secondary School Certificate Exam. So I think that's why French is the only uh, language, and English, of course. That is taken at that level. But, okay, so we have a few words for you all that are borrowed from, like, um, English and, like, different languages. So, we'll tell you the origin. But I just want to, like, y'all let you all know, like, to have an idea of how culture also shapes a language, if that makes sense. So, like, an English word that's used in Creole is palaver. So, palaver, you know, to, to fight, to have a dispute. But in Creole, we say plava. Oh.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Or plava. So, you want to make me plava? Mm-hmm. You want to have a fight? Okay, so adop is another one, number two. So adop comes from the English word hard, hard up. up. Yeah, so when you broke. Mm. But I know nobody's broke right now because like we just got paid. So. Hey. ka-ching. ka-ching. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the same as um. Well, actually, it's more an expression. But. Mm. Ground dry.
0: Oh, the ground dry, as in, what's in What would we say, the ground is dry. The really? ground is dry. That is bad. That is such a bad <laughs> translation. So yeah, I was just referring to like you know. <laughs> but that, it's the same
1: meaning. Just, yeah, 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 to be adult, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to get the third one, yes? Um, oh, yeah, so sit on mm-hmm. comes from the English expression, sit down. Mm-hmm.
0: And then the rest that we have, they're from different languages, um, like "boku," Boku is a lot, so obviously from French. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sabir, Sabi, Sabi is no, like, oh, Sabi, talk Creole. Do you know how to speak Creole? Mm-hmm. It comes from the infinitive word sabir in spanish which means to know that's so
1: interesting and mm-hmm. um, wahala mm-hmm. is from you said it's Hausa, Hausa right yeah. yeah i don't know why i just thought it'd be from yoruba like well you know like the words that have
0: the k in it those ones are yoruba
1: oh okay yeah like
0: for example kabul so kabul means welcome it also means the same thing in yoruba i believe yeah mm-hmm. it's borrowed from yoruba okay and then butu butu is uh to bend down so you know i'm a honorary ghanaian citizen i'm just waiting for Nana to give me that on a You know passport. he's given
1: two hundred American. I saw. I saw <laughs> African American citizenship.
0: Citizenship. I saw. I was just like, eh. "Where's
1: your own? Did you I apply? Don't know. I didn't apply." <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, um, so butu means the bend down. So it originates from tree, which mm-hmm. is. Uh, one of the popular languages spoken in Ghana. And then Titi mm-hmm. is from... Vai. Yeah, so what, what is vai? It's a dying ethnicity in Syrian. One of the minority ethnicities. Vai. V- v- vai. V-A-I.
1: I've mm-hmm. never heard of them.
0: Yes, they do. They're, they're small.
1: But What's they're their see? background?
0: I, I don't know much. I'm not like
1: hmm.
0: or anything. Let me just say it like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's sure
0: honest. And the last one is chuk. So chook means to to pierce, to stab. Like oh, you want chook me or uh, you, you wanna shank me, you know. Mm-hmm. And it comes from fula. fula. Yeah, mm-hmm. fula is uh, another. I think the third most popular, third or fourth. That's the third. I think the third here. Yeah, biggest. Um, biggest ethnicity. Mm-hmm. Like and then before name. that is Timli Mende. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, yep. Cool. So those are some uh, words that um, are in Creole but not necessarily derived from the Creole language. They're from different
1: mm-hmm. uh, languages across the world. Sorry, off topic. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, no, it's not off topic, but I probably should have mentioned it earlier. Do you think that? french should be compulsory in the curriculum here well you know i'm gonna be biased and say definitely i definitely (laughs) think so because like we're
0: just surrounded by francophone countries we live in ecowas economic community of west african states and two thirds of west africans speak french Mm -hmm. so we're 15 countries in ecowas eight are french speaking five are anglophone and three are lusophone portuguese speaking so yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's what they call it. Yeah, Lucifer. yeah, Lucifer, Yeah. Ah, okay.
1: Mm-hmm. You learn something new every day. You
0: do. So yeah, I absolutely do think we do. I mean, for goodness' sake, our our border, our sorry, our neighbor is Guinea. Guinea. Guinea-Conakry. Yeah. So. What do they speak in Liberia? They're English. They're English. That's yeah. a good way to phrase this. Their own English. <laughs> <laughs> the shade. Too I'm much throwing. shade in
1: this one episode. No more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So. I think so, definitely. I think that it will strengthen bilateral um, agreements, you know, and for commerce as well. Because a lot of Surinians do business in Guinea. And just for you to know two international languages, you know, Mm. Surinians in general, I think when trained well, I mean, if anyone. But my point is, like, before the war and everything, it was Surinians that they chose for international post because we speak quite well you know in the region so i'm saying if we tie that in with french sure we'd be like not a force to reckon with you know so i think it should be integrated it should be well encouraged and financed because even at the tertiary education i mean goodness it's the the French department it's not even a department it's a unit so which means that it's under the main department which is language studies so it needs to be funded funded you know. and
1: developed yeah. yeah
0: because i know I, I think the president speaks french or the vice president one of them speaks french so i know that there is some type of interest in french language and i wish that they
1: would um just kind of implement that it just makes sense bearing in mind your surroundings mm, you know yeah So know you widen your opportunities so absolutely that's a mm. u.n job
0: right there you know not everyone is aspiring for a u.n job but at least hey mm. you speak two international languages you'll be able to get by in the world yeah, you know, so I
1: think so. I mean, do you also think the same? No, I agree. Mm-hmm. It, it makes perfect sense. It's almost bizarre that it wasn't already implemented. Mm. Oh, mm. Well.
0: but um, yeah. Like, do you notice, like, in West Africa, there are certain foods that, like, we eat here, and you can find them, like, in Ghana, Nigeria, or like same, same but different. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, okay, like jollof, for example. Please, let's humble some Nigerians. The best jollof, obviously, comes from Sierra Leone. And I'm not talking about like the originators of jollof. So like the originators but of you jollof. Have,
1: how can you say the best one comes from Sierra Leone? It comes from Sierra Leone. And, and you haven't tasted all the other ones? I have. Huh? Yeah. You've tasted uh, Chebujan from Senegal. hmm Have you? hmm Look at you. Yeah. Are you still serious? I've tasted Benetune from um, Gambia. You've tasted... I've... Do Mali do um, jollof rice?
0: Malian jollof yeah.
1: They make jollof? I don't know. But have no, you tasted it? No, they don't make I don't know. But how do you know? That's what I'm saying. You've probably We don't know, like no. Five. Malians have not been making okay, noise, so, who, so we who assume who they list don't. List the ones you've tasted. Okay. Um,
0: Senegalese, um, Gambian, Nigerian, and um, Ghana. Liberia doesn't count. Is that a country? And Sierra Leone. How
1: yeah, and, and Sierra st- st- Leone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry to anyone who's from Liberia. This girl is disrespecting. <laughs> and, and Sierra Leone, yes. Yeah. So I've tasted uh, five. Five countries. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've tasted, mm-hmm. I think I've tasted about the same, yeah. Um, Sierra Leone, Ghana, Senegal, Gambia, Faras, um, Nigeria. Okay. Um, Ivory Coast, they do, no, they don't, mm-hmm. they're just Achaquia. No, it's Achaquia, we'll <laughs> go to Achaquia
0: later. <laughs> but yeah, no, so like obviously Senegalese are the originators and like, you know,
1: kudos to them. No, it's but I'm Gambians. The... And, I got me. They're oh. the originators. You sure? Yeah. Mm. mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you not saying that one country anyway, Gambia. Hey,
0: they'll be two for that what they was? That's the truth, honey. <laughs> um, but in terms of Anglophone jollof it's really Spanish in- like because Nigerians and Ghanaians are killing themselves for last place I beg I beg we allow them they have the population we don't have the human capacity to make noise on social media and that's cool but world jollof day is coming up August 8th so you know you know every
1: day I know
0: every day you know I like international days (laughs) world
1: jollof day is August 8th I'm not gonna lie when I tasted Mm -hmm. Nigerian jollof rice hey the disappointment because I was like all, all the hype. hype, the way they go on, the way they'll be yamming it. As if I mean, all they do the is thing. like it's
0: rice and ketchup. That's Nigerian <laughs> jollof. That is legit Nigerian jollof. and jollof, you know, it's comparably better, but not the best. You know, I like that. Like I don't know if it's like chito. Yes, are, yeah, are, are we trying to gain listeners or lose them? No, we're not losing. I mean, <laughs> I thought we just have to be. Let's just be humble and let's just be
1: honest. <laughs> like we're all friends here humble we're all the same honest. people so um humble yeah so in comparison <laughs> we should call this episode that humble and honest, <laughs> humble and honest.
0: Hmm. <laughs> yeah so like in terms of um um in uh, comparison wise anyways uh out of, the, out of the
1: countries we've said yes yeah, we yeah but can't i know but salon you know we queens. we're queens we're on top yes
0: obviously of just yesterday. being humble and honest, mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yeah, just being humble and honest. Um, uh, yeah, but like you mentioned, achake earlier, and so achake basically is um well the way the Ivorians and the Sen- Senegalese do, which is the right way, honestly. So you either have fish or chicken, steamed, grilled, whatever, and you have a little sauce on the side, you know, like um from t- um pepper, and plantain. onions, soda, on. and yeah, have, <laughs> have a little <laughs> sauce on the side, yeah. And then you have this amazing pepper on this, oh my God, this hot pepper sauce. Nice. And then you have plantains, of course, and then you have like a little side salad. And then you have gari. So gari is basically cassava flakes. That's the best way I can translate it in English for our non-West African listeners. And yeah, so that's the dish. But in Salon, oh my God, they know not have to bastardize things in this country. <laughs> Local Acheke, that is like maybe 10,000 or 5,000, which is like mm, 50 cents, you know, less, a bit more than a dollar. You would have luncheon meat. That is processed meat in a can. You make a salad from that. Mayonnaise and ketchup, just it all over the thing. You have your chicken or your fish. Then you have your gari. Then you have your stew. I need to go and build it oh! <laughs> you just yes. get the
1: runs i want to know how we went from languages to food <laughs> because you know language is also like you know in, 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 in. Mm, actually isn't there a saying like food is the language of i don't know hunger <laughs> <laughs> I no i just you? made that up yeah I <laughs> no but there is something oh no is that love languages uh, i don't know The sayings for everything anyway.
0: But what language would you like to learn? Like, if you had, like, a magic power to learn languages
1: instantly, what two languages would you like to learn? Oh, that's a good idea. Mm. I'd like to learn, um... Hmm. That's a good question. Okay. Spanish. Mm -hmm. Because I'm just thinking about the amount of countries, like South America, that speak Spanish. Um, And that would have been very handy during my trip to Cuba. Mm. and the second one an African language maybe um, actually no I wouldn't use it I was about to say um, what's that what's the language they use in South Africa not Zulu Afrikaans Kosa. I think Kosa. why? that's, that's what, why I said it wouldn't be useful so actually mm-hmm. I'd. Um, what about Swahili that's what a bit more spoken no I'd want to learn a Sierra Leonean one that's okay what I was gonna like so Madinga hmm Monday or okay. um, Timini. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So, um, what about you? Honestly, this
0: seems bad, but it would be international. To be honest, if I had like, if you give me like five languages that I would, <laughs> I would include an African language. But okay, I've always I would like to learn Spanish. You know, I already speak French, so it won't be too hard to learn Spanish. But like, okay, if I had like the instant ability to speak a language, one would, number one would be Arabic for sure. Cause I can already read and write Arabic cause I went to Arabic school, but I can't speak it. That's the unfortunate part. So Arabic and, um, maybe Hausa, Yeah. Because like,
1: wait, it's so not Spanish. You just said no, Spanish.
0: I did, you know, but like, but this question was like, if I could learn the language instantaneously, oh, I mean, okay. for, yeah, Spanish, I, I don't mind learning it. Um, yeah. So Arabic and Hausa, just because it's more spoken in West Africa. Um, not that I wouldn't want to learn an indigenous language in Sierra Leone, but it would just be in Sierra Leone, you know? And I can communicate with Creole and English, so maybe that was me that's what makes me lazy to actually learn. a your learning language. Um, my mom's mother tongue, honestly, is very difficult. You know, I feel like I could pick up Hausa better because I know how to read and write Arabic, and there's some words. It's very close in terms of the manner in which they speak and like the grammar to an extent. But so so um, I don't. I haven't grasped the grammar from like the interactions I've had with my maternal family. So. Let me know, man. I'm not fit to take carry take home, so I <laughs> just leave it at that.
1: <laughs> and yeah, I think that's that for um this episode. Any notice? Oh, we didn't mention about the um event we went to. Well, not event. The launch of um. So basically, Orange SL and DS- D- DSTI, which is the Directorate of Science, Technology, and Innovation. Oh, I thought the I was institution. Hey, it's innovation. Okay. Well, that's good to know that before I've written the article. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, so Orange hired us to be their bloggers for the, the launch so they were just signing an MOU for the first coding school in Sierra Leone. Exciting. So very exciting times, yeah. So under the Orange Initiative. We're
1: going digital.
0: We're going digital. Finally. And the CEO, Amina Khan, had mentioned that they done they did one in Niger. And I... She said Senegal and yeah, Tunisia. Yeah, Seneca and Niger, yeah. Tunisia. Sure. But they also Niger. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. In terms of ECOWAS, I, I, didn't, I didn't even know. I didn't even catch the Tunisia part. Okay. But um yeah, so that is so exciting. So I think they're taking ages... Eight they, they weren't very specific as the ages. That was my question. But she said students, so I'm... I'm assuming she meant university students. So, um, I think 18 and above, basically. You can apply for the coding school. But they said they will offer classes to
1: um, kids as well, which I think will be so yeah, incredible. Yeah, they were very um, adamant about catching them while they're young, introducing mm-hmm. um, apps and games to children so they have that interest for um, just the digital space. And and yeah. it will just open so many opportunities, you know. Mm.
0: Because, yeah. It's, it's
1: like what she was saying. She... um she mentioned at the launch rather than having important people with the skill sets why not have the skill sets here in yeah, Sierra Leone so I like I like what they're trying to do and what well, yeah. we will do so yeah exactly so I'm excited so yeah so
0: we will have actually they didn't hire us as y Pod. they hired us as individual bloggers so it'll be on the Mina Wilkes page it'll be on Yasmin Tell's page so check that out when it's out mm-hmm. so before we bid you adieu I'm gonna read our proverb so, which reads, from Nelson Mandela, a great man. He said, um, it's not very gender inclusive, so, um, but I'm still going to quote him because, you know, I'm not trying to mess up his quote. So, Mandela said, if you speak to a man in a language he understands, you speak to his head. If you speak to him in his language, you speak to his heart. Ain't that the truth? So
1: basically, I yeah. love that. That's my favorite Mandela
0: um, quote. Ah, why is that?
1: Uh, because it's true It's very true In anyone you interact with It's always the case If you speak to them um, I don't know I feel like they gel with you more Because they can see You've made the effort To actually speak to them In their language their Yeah language. So which is
0: right? It's very important When you come to Sierra Leone To pick I mean if you're going to be here Long term Like anywhere Six months to above
1: Learn career. It's definitely
0: in your interest To learn career Yeah I, I find it very Ignorant when like A lot of people They've been here for like Two or three years and, you know, unapologetically, they're like, nah, I didn't learn Creole. That's just laziness. I'm just like, what do you mean you didn't bother to learn Creole? Like, your staff, they all speak Creole. They're making the effort to learn English or to polish their English because of you. The least and you could do you, is you learn ha- conversational a, Creole. you save
1: a lot more money if you... Um, yeah, because I'm sure you're getting ripped off. Exactly, because a lot of the haggling in the marketplace, that's all done in Creole, so... Good luck. It's in your, be, I'm not that
0: I don't speak English, but it's in your best interest to, to speak Korean. Yeah. yeah, obviously. So yeah, we're going to leave you on that note. So um, just drop us a line. Always use the hashtag YSquarePod and we'll be in your space. <laughs> Two weeks <now. laughs> yeah, That's so awkwardly phrased. <laughs> Anyways, catch the next episode. But if you didn't catch our last episode on entrepreneurship in Sierra Leone, please check that out and our previous episode our first episode for season two travel in africa so
1: great and also please um let us know how many languages you know whether you understand Creole what languages are spoken in your household and yeah you know where to find us again on hashtag YSquarePod. all right bye, bye.